Hello, and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley, and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real-life challenges, the real-life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello and welcome to episode number 42. Oh man, now I feel like I have not recorded a solo episode in a long time. Um, I've had a combination of amazing guests come on that has been so much fun. Um, And then I missed an episode and then it was this vortex of this last month that I've been living that's been the hardest time of my life. Um, So I wanted to hit record today and I deliberately wanted to hit record on an episode that had a theme that I wanted to discuss, but I wanted to like leave it pretty open so that I can download my thoughts as they're coming through and just give you a really raw and real account of how I've kind of been able to get through this last eight months as a business owner. So the major theme of the episode today is how I've been able to move through the last eight months as a business owner in a pandemic in a state that has had restrictions for seven and a half, eight months on gym gyms here um, and what I've done to kind of strategize and be on the tail end so we can actually open again and be in a position where we are one of the the gyms that are going to continue to serve our ladies. So um, bear with me because there may be some ramblings as I offload and unload some of this information and, and some thoughts. Um, but I hope you can take some stuff because I do think there's going to be some lessons in here um, to, in regards to how to, how to get through difficult times. Um, so I'll just give you a little bit of context. The last month, you know, it's been fucking awful, quite frankly. It's been the hardest month of my life. Um, not just because I was running a gym, a brick and mortar business in a state where gyms were completely like shoved into a corner and no restrictions or no leeways were given earlier. But I also had a lot of stuff happening um, with my family over the pandemic. Um, I had a family member that was very sick during the whole time and then passed away. So I'm from New Zealand and I live here in Australia with my husband and my daughter, um, but my whole family still lives in New Zealand. So it's been a very fucking hard time to feel, you know, obviously isolated because lockdown has been isolating, but also have that extra layer of grieving um, when I don't have my family there and just feel completely alone in that sense. So it's been a really difficult really fucking difficult month and not to mention attending a fucking online funeral, which I never thought I would do in my life. Um, but yet that happened and that was just one of the weirdest experiences of my life. Um, and then I get to open up my gym in that same month. So it's been a really, really hard month. Um, 
And I really, like the last month, I really just wanted to fucking give up. I just wanted to like, you know, go into that point. I, I was going into this point where I was like, I'm done. I just want to go home and hug my parents. Like that's what it really felt like the last month. Um, but I've got through it. It's still really difficult and I can't wait until borders open up to New Zealand because as soon as that happens, um, I'm going home to have, you know, much needed time with my family and my closest friends in my homeland. So that's kind of been going on. Um, and obviously, I mean, not obviously, if you if you understand what's been happening here in Melbourne, Australia, we've had gyms closed down since March and we are the 8th of November now. We had two weeks we were open in the middle, like June, July, I think it's that's right. Um, but as a total, it's been seven and a half to eight months of a brick and mortar business completely fucking closed down. Um, and I made, oh, I've been making decisions for eight fucking months. And quite frankly, I'm all decisioned out. And I want to just really, you know, come into the next end of the year, just having the space to not be and have to make decisions with what feels like every fucking day. And as a business owner, you constantly make decisions and it is part of the territory. Um, however, you can imagine that it's been very loaded and it's felt like they've just kept coming, like tidal waves have kept coming one after the other every fucking day. And I'm just really fatigued in that sense because of the constant decision-making and because of the constant mental tabs that have been open. Um, now, one of the things that I decided to do over this period of time was continue to actually uh, continue to serve our community and do a massive pivot to be there and support our ladies through um, this period of time. And we've in our facility in my gym, Barbell Babes Brigade here in Melbourne, we are a gym that are not a common and goodbye type of service. We have been running a business and a community sense that has been more than training for this specifically. The gym has been open for over three years now, and I've been in the industry for seven. So my ethos around training and our role as coaches um, has been that there is more to training than just programming, prescription of exercises, reps and sets, and coming in and doing your session and going. So that's the model that we've been running for a number of years now. The, the role of a coach is to support and support means through thick and fucking thin. The role of a coach is to challenge through thick and thin. The role of a coach is there to bounce off with our clients and to be that voice, whether it's to challenge, support, or just to listen if our clients need that ear as well. So we know that coaching is so much more than that tangible programming and coming in and doing the session. So because we've been running that model for such a long time, it was such a natural progression and a natural decision. It was a no-brainer for me to go, yeah, okay, that's the role of a coach. Um, and because we're going to a pandemic and our brick-and-mortar business is closing down, that doesn't mean that we stop coaching. Um, and I actually think that during this time, um, it's becoming more aware that the role of a coach is so much more than those tangible programming and technique things and blah, 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 right? Um, and I love that. And I love that we're starting to, lots of other coaches or lots of other businesses that haven't been focusing on that holistic approach, you're just starting to see that coaches are so much more than that and training models can encompass so much more than program prescription and exercise selection. So when I made the decision to pivot and go completely online, 
um, you know, clear out my gym and give all of our equipment away to our ladies and run all of our sessions online through Zoom sessions, etc. That was such a natural thing for me. It was not a decision of if we're going to do it. It was like, what is it going to look like? Um, and the first lockdown, that was we got through it really, really well. And then we had two weeks in the middle, and that was such a nice reprieve. But then to go back into the second lockdown, the second lockdown felt so much different. And that was really, really challenging the second time around. Um, and especially with the second time around, you know, we didn't have an idea about when dates um, for gyms would reopen or restrictions as a whole for Victoria and here in Australia would would ease up. And it was just, it felt like we'd come so far and then we got kicked back to the curb and we were all just feeling it. The restrictions were harder. We had curfews. We couldn't go, you know, out of our five-kilometer bubbles. We had four different reasons to leave the house. It was just extremely fucking shit. And we all felt it. And as the second lockdown and as a business owner who was running a team during that second lockdown, oh, that really, really tested me as a business owner and it tested us as a team. So one of the biggest things that I decided to do was obviously pivot online. And as I look back now, so we're the November the 8th and we get to open our gym tomorrow. Um, as I look back now, I am so fucking glad I did that. And I would not have done that a different way. Um, one thing that made it even more particularly hard is I changed the model um, from the first lockdown to the second lockdown. And again, the model changes that I made, I'm very happy I did it. And in hindsight, like... I'm just like, bravo to me, previous row, because you made such a fucking good decision. So what I decided to do was in the first lockdown, we basically had our three programs that we do um, for training and we just completely moved them online with no changes in terms of pricing, um, no changes in terms of like program structure. Um, obviously, exercise selection with, would change massively because of gear. But in the second lockdown, I decided to change the actual programs. So I cut the programs down to two options. I changed the pricing and I like reduced the price so heavily um, that really had a massive impact on us as the business. I deliberately took a massive fucking loss. Um, which was, as you can imagine, it was extremely fucking stressful. But the reason I did that was for two major reasons. Um, the models, the model change that I decided to do in the second lockdown meant that people that had more restraints on work conditions. So um, a lot of people here in Melbourne were getting their, um, their salaries cut. Um, they're doing the same amount of work for less money. Um, a lot of people were also losing their jobs. Um, and it meant that if I could support people find like to continue to train in a way that financially served them, but still allow them to continue to train, I was going to do what I could do. And then, and obviously charge what I needed to charge to keep the business open. Um, and like, I, I know that I could have actually just completely replicated the model that I did in lock one and then replicated it in lock two, but I just really wanted to do anything that I could to give people like more weight off their shoulders. And so I did it. And it was the hardest fucking decision that I had to make um, because like we'd done the numbers and we go, all right, if we were to take this down and completely reduce the prices of what we were charging, we looked at our numbers and we, we saw that, yes, we could still cover what we needed to do in terms of expenses, um, but it was still a fucking risk. It was still a big decision to go, I'm going to deliberately cut my money coming in to continue to keep training. 
Um, but I'm so glad that I did it because people that did have that financial strain still found that community vibe and that energy and that support that they needed. And the second decision that I did was that when I cut down the training model and reduced the prices, um, the training model was a more group-based program. And it also meant that there was going to be less things to do for my staff. So there was less programming to do as a whole. Um, there would be just less less follow-up with crossing T's and dotting I's for a lot of the programs. And it just meant we had two options only. And the reason I did that is because my team were getting really fucking burned out. Like we were, you know, we were serving completely in the first lockdown. We didn't get a break. We didn't get that reprieve or anything like that. They were working. And I didn't think that they, I mean, they could and they would because they're fucking troopers, but I didn't want to put them in a position where they had to, you know, serve with those same programs because it was more mental toll. And you've got to think like, you know, coaches that have been working this whole time during eight months, they're serving their clients and they're being that pillar of support for people, but they're also dealing with their own shit. And that's a fucking toll. And that's why I truly believe that if someone is a coach, like fucking when you go back into gyms, if anyone, you know, if you're here in Melbourne, you're going back to your gym and your coach has been working through this time, please give them the biggest fucking pat on their back because they've been dealing with their own shit and then they've also been dealing with the shit of their clients. And that's not to say the clients have been throwing it on their coaches, but you know, there's there's been so much turbulent energy going through all of our clients over this time because they're struggling with their own individual stuff. And coaches are often often the rock for so many of their clients. And they take the highs, they take the lows, they take the tears, they take the perspective, the you know, words of encouragement, blah, blah, blah. And that is a mental toll in itself. So that was one of the biggest reasons, second biggest reasons that I also did that was for my team uh, because we are fucking tired. So yeah. Um, now, one of the other things that has allowed me to get through this time as a business owner and for us to come out, like come out of the side as a stronger business is because of the decisions that we made was to go online because we knew that our community needed it. And with the title of this episode, how I, you know, how I got through this time, how this, how, how I got through this pandemic as a business owner, the biggest thing that got me through this time was the fucking reason of why I run a business. If I did not have why have a fucking drive inside me, my internal compass of serving our ladies and being that space and being that community through thick and thin, through good and bad, through highs and lows. If I did not have that fucking powerful fire inside me, I would have given up completely. So the biggest fucking reason that I got through this pandemic as a business owner, and I'm coming out on the other side tomorrow with my gym reopening in a pretty healthy position is because I have a why, I have a meaning, I have a fucking purpose of why I have a gym. And that is to build strong fucking women and do it in a way that is nurturing, that is serving, that is truly being there to help them and show them what they are capable and help them to unleash their strength. In the gym, obviously, that's the catalyst of what we do. That is the core the core reason of why I run this business as a gym. But it's to take that strength that they're building in their training and then fucking infiltrate it and it infiltrates into different areas of their life. Like that is the fucking reason why I get up every single day and why I go to the gym, why I bust my ass and why I've been busting my ass for the last fucking eight months. 
And I know that if I did not have the driver as hard as it is, and if I didn't want to, if I didn't want to be in that position to have this space, I would have fucking given up. And I was close to giving up and I still had such a powerful fire inside me. Like, I don't know how many times I said to some of my closest friends, especially industry, industry friends, I've lost count of how many times I said that I'm going to close the doors. Um, and I haven't talked to a lot of people about that or like said this to a lot of people. Um, because I don't know, like, I don't know why I didn't just kind of kept it into other people and just, I only said it to people that really kind of get it. Like when you run a gym and when you, you know, when you coach and especially when you're a business owner of a gym or, or you're a business owner as yourself as a coach, like there is just such this comfort in speaking to other business owners. They just fucking get it. And when I would say to my other gym friends and my other coaches and business owners, like I am fucking done, they would meet me with the same honesty and rawness and actually get why I wanted to give up and why I was just done. Like I I feel like I haven't said this to anyone, actually. This feels very fucking raw, but I like for real like priced up what it would like how much money I'd get back if I sold my gear like what would it take to get out of my lease like how could I close this business down and then cover the bills that I needed to cover and oh that feels like full-on to to say that but that's that's the point of where it got and that wasn't necessarily from a financial position because we were earning enough money through training our ladies online there was grants that were coming through um, from the government here in Melbourne. And yeah, it was fucking heavily, heavily reduced to what we used to, um, cause we're, we're a higher earning capacity business. Um, and we do well as a business because I'm fucking on top of my shit, but I just wanted to give up. And it's not because like the financial hardship was there, but it was the mental toll of waking up every fucking day. And, you know, I would, I would say like every day I'd wake up and I didn't know what time it was apart from like my alarm waking me up. I didn't know what day it was. I didn't know if I had a zoom session that night. Like I just, I always, I just remember and it actually still happened this morning as I woke up. Like I'll give you an example today. I woke up this morning and it was, it's Sunday here and I didn't set an alarm. Um, and my husband and my daughter woke me, woke me up and they came in and most of the time when we've got a free morning is that we all just sit in bed. Um, you know, I'll still probably doze a little bit. Not probably I will. <laughs> I said probably I will fucking doze. Um, Lexi will sit in the iPad and Aunt might do a bit of reading and we just sit in bed as a family and, um, just sit and be together. And this morning they woke me up and I, I actually did not know what fucking day it was. But I remember still dozing and I was preparing in my head that I had to G myself up to go and coach tonight. And tonight was like in an hour's time. Like I felt like I was in the sleep, like an afternoon nap. And every day was a like an experience of me waking up and then finding my feet and like finding my bearings as a human being. Like, where am I? Like it was like crossing off things on your on your hands. Where am I? What day is it? What have I got to do today? What are the commitments today? What do people need of me? What, like it just, it was so weird. And every day felt like that. And I had to like G myself every up every fucking day to get through it. And as you can imagine, like then messages would start coming through. Um, you know, people wanting things or people asking me questions. And it was just so much toll that I was just done. And 
at the same time, you know, my family member in New Zealand, my beautiful fucking nan, um, she was sick the whole time. So I'm always trying to figure out where is she at? Because, you know, those, those of you that know your parents, they still treat you like fucking kids, right? And they would filter stuff to me. So being in a different country, I could never get the full story. So I was always trying to go, what's going on? Where is she at? Blah, blah, blah. So that's what it was like. And I, I know, and I'm, and I'm, like it's fucking fear that I wanted to give up. So I went as far as going, okay, could I sell my equipment off? What would the, you know, what could I get back? What could I pay off? Blah, blah, blah. But then the thing that made me snap out of it every fucking time I did that was going, think of your fucking ladies. Like for reals, think about them and think about how they would be if you just fucking pack up a shot right now. And I know that we were and we are the community and the space that have helped so many people get through one of the worst fucking times of their life and it's making me teary and I'm literally holding back tears because I don't want to fucking go into like a sob story of just crying on you. Um, But that's what it was is I just keep going, what will they do? Like they need us and they did need us because we we were the space that they could come to three to four times per week online and just have a shit talk, have a laugh, just move their bodies and do whatever they needed for that hour on that day and bring some routine back into the monotony that was fucking lockdown. And I just knew that if I didn't continue to serve, I knew I would fucking regret it. Even when it was the hardest things that I had to get through, I knew that I could not give up because what would they do? How would they feel? Fuck, like how would that, you know, where would they go into these places with their mental space? And that is genuinely why, you know, my why and my drive and my love for doing this work and being a space for our women, it just burn the fire so bright to keep going and going and going, you know, when I was in the hardest time and still in the hardest time of my life. Um, and even though my gym opens tomorrow, like I'm not out of it. We're all not out of it. Um, you know, there's just, there's all these feelings that need to be unpacked. Like I need a fucking break. You know, I need a holiday. Um, and when I say holiday, I'll do the same stuff, but I'll just do it with, a bit more space and less fucking commitments. Um, you know, that's that's what I need. So I'm not going to be able to necessarily drop the ball, ball for another, you know, good three, four, whatever weeks until we just settle down. And the reason I say that is because I'm here to make sure the transition back into the gym is smooth um, because our ladies still need that. They're still, you know, listen to me. I'm fucking, I'm a shaking leaf. I'm, I'm still got teary eyes and, and holding back tears. And I know our ladies still feel like that. I know we're not out of this and we've got trauma that needs to be unpacked and we've got our own mental space that needs to be unpacked in its own gentle way. So I'm now is not the time for me to let go or to go, cool, gyms are open. My team has got it. I'm out. No, no one's in that position. So um, I'm still, I'm still pushing, pushing and hustling. Like I'm in a, I'm in a hustle mode and I don't believe in running a business out of a hustle mode. I think if you're constantly running a business and hustle, you're going to fucking burn out. And guess what? I've been running a fucking business and hustle mode for eight months. Um, and I, ha- you know, I haven't fully burnt out, but I'm definitely tired. I'm definitely exhausted. Um, and I know that when the space opens up, I'll definitely be taking a few weeks to unload and unpack. Um, and I'll definitely do the same shit that I do all the time, read, coach, 
um, learn whatever, but I'll just do it with a bit more breath and a bit more, a, a much slower pace because I've very much been living in reactive mode for a very long time, which is the majority of the year, um, because I've been reading, reaching the demands of a, a gym that has completely pivoted online. Um, and we've been serving, you know, 70 women during a really turbulent time. So I hope you can understand that the biggest thing that I've, I hope you can understand and, and hear what I'm saying is that the only way I've been able to get through this time as a business owner and keep my business running is not because of all the strategy around our numbers or strategy around our model change or anything like that. There's been a fuck ton lot of work. Like I've, I've literally had a staff member, my PA and our admin, um, his whole job during the last eight months is been basically liaising with our accountant, making sure we're on top of like where grants are at, looking on top of what we need to need to do to meet meet eligibility, um, speaking to our real estate, blah, blah, blah. Like I've had someone fully on that for fucking eight months. And that's how I know we've been able to completely capitalize and and take advantage and reach the opportunities that have been given to us because I've had someone there 24-7. But the only way that I've been able to get back up and open our gym tomorrow is because for the fucking love of our ladies and our community, like there is, there are very few gyms in Melbourne and fucking Australia for that matter that would do something like this and, and continue to serve during this time. And the first one of the people that are coming to my mind is other gyms in Melbourne and um, our beautiful other friends, Queen of Lean. Um, they've been doing the same thing. And I have so much love for other gyms that have been continuing to serve during this time because it's not been easy. Like it's been so much easier to just close the fucking doors, say, you know, do some sessions here and there just to keep people connected, but to continue to fully coach through this time and, and run a business has been difficult. And I know that I have not, I would have not been able to do this if I didn't give so much fucks around what we do and know how important our service and how important my business is to the lives of our ladies. And I just feel so much conviction in fucking saying that, you know, I just, I know how important it is. I, it feels scary to think about where some of our ladies might be if they just didn't have our community during this time. It's really, oh, it gives me chills to think about the mental space that a lot of our ladies would be in if we just kind of packed up. And that's why I can sit here and go, I'm so fucking thankful. I resent nothing. I wish I'd done nothing different because we are coming out of this. Our ladies are still need space, but they're coming out of this ready to start training this week. Like we have, oh my gosh, we have retained night, like over, I'll give you a few little stats. Um, over the last eight months, we had 90, like 91% average attendance for our ladies over that time. Um, and our capacity in our gym is 85. So like we will not have any other members in any other ladies, like in our actual gym. That's as many people as we can take on. And we're opening our gym at like 75. Um, no, sorry, 80. Good. Um, we're opening our gym with 75 of our ladies fucking coming back. That's fucking unreal. And it goes to show it just the testament to our ladies of how they've got through this time because not everyone's ready to get back to a gym. People are still tired. People need a bit of a break, but our ladies are ready to go and ready to do it in a way that serves them. So yeah, I hope that rambling made sense. Um, I hope you can, 
I understand the major theme of why our business has got back up. And the focus is as as we go back into the gym, um, it's like literally the start of November and, you know, people will be starting to wind down hopefully at the, before the end of the year and get some time off. And now that we have got restrictions lifting, people can go, can go and do some stuff. Um, but we're coming out of this gym, not having to, uh, out of this lockdown, not having to rebuild. Um, we've got people that want to train and see the work that we do. Um, and we're having to go, Hey, we, we need to wait. We need to put you on a wait list. We can't take that many consults right now because our fucking Queens have come back up and they're getting back up. Um, and one of the other reasons that we've 100, well, one of the reasons that I've 110% been able to work through this time as a business owner is because of my fucking team. Oh, my team, like they are fucking unstoppable. So I've got myself, I've got two other full-time coaches, I've got a gym manager and I've got my PA. So we're a team of five. And I feel so fucking proud that I was able to promote one of my team members during this time into my PA position and give him a significant fucking pay rise. Um, I was able to give my other team member, my gym manager, a significant pay rise. And I was able to hire during this time. And I fucking, I stand fucking proud saying that stuff because like still being a business that can have people growing in their career capacity during this time has been a true testament to our team. And some other stuff that I'm really proud of that I actually just put on my Instagram story last night is I'm really proud of how much contribution we were able to do during this time. Um, We had a number of girls that lost their job. Um, and we were able to give nearly $7,000 of free training to keep people training during this time because there was no way I was going to let our ladies go or leave them behind when they need it in their time of need. So it's one fucking thing I'm massively proud of. And another thing that I'm so proud of is I was able to hire um, eight different women who are not on my team, so contractors, eight different women over nine different projects um, totaling up to $10,000 and to give people working opportunities during a pandemic. I really like, as I went into the second lockdown, I was like, this is what I want to achieve during this time, because I knew that we were going to be okay financially. I knew that we were going to, you know, as long as we just kept doing our model, showing up and serving, we would still be in the green and would be cool. And I just like, I could see people around me because I, if I didn't have my work during the pandemic, I knew I would be mentally so much worse than I was because my work is my fucking drive for life. It is my soul on this planet. And I could see other people that were losing their jobs or not having as much opportunity as I have. And I wanted to give them opportunities. It's not necessarily about just giving people money. People want to work because when we do things and we stay in our truest power and we stay in our zone of genius, like it makes us feel whole. And I knew in that second lockdown, I saw that happening and I was just so grateful that I had I could continue to work even though it was so fucking hard. I'm so glad that I was still able to work and I wanted to give working opportunities to women. Um, and that's what we were able to do as a thriving business during this time. So the other thing, the other, I got, I guess, kind of like theme of why I was able to get through this pandemic as a business owner is because of our serve, receive and contrib- contribute. 
And that's how I run a business 24-7. It's all about serving because if you serve your community, if you serve the people that you work with and you serve them with the things that they need in a way that is genuine and authentic, you will naturally fucking receive as a byproduct. If you stay in your in your zone of genius, if you stay in your serving capacity and help people to continue to grow, you will receive monetary amounts. You will receive that and continue to thrive as a business. And when I continue to serve, I always receive. It is a back and forward relationship. And because I was receiving enough for me, enough for our business, I wanted to contribute because I think it's just, there's something so powerful of giving. And, you know, if we can continue to give on this planet and give people opportunities, not just money, that's one thing that I wanted to do because I could give opportunities for work. God, it gave people a purpose through this really fucking challenging time. Like, I can't imagine what it was like for so many people that had lost their identity as like a worker and had nothing to do during that time. Like, oh man, that would have been so hard to have no purpose or no drive because it was taken out from under your fucking feet. Um, and I just wanted to give people that driver back with opportunity. So um, yeah, that's another big reason why I was able to get through this time as a business owner in a pandemic is the notion and the ethos of how I run my business of serve, receive and contribute. Um, and I'll continue to do that because it's just such a, a fulfilling, a fulfilling cycle that happens naturally. So we get good stuff that happens for our clients. Our clients then obviously give us good stuff, which is keeping our doors open, which means that we have ample. We don't need all of the riches. We don't need all of the hot, you know, the mod cons. We don't need to have X, Y, Z. As long as we have enough that's going to continue to keep us open and do what we need to do for our ladies, then all be to it. We've got the capacity to contribute. Um, so, yeah. Um, so that's, I, I, I think that's all I've got today, actually. <laughs> um, and I hope it, I hope it made sense. I hope you could go along on the ramblings with me. Um, and I think there's some nuggets to take away there, especially the nuggets of, we know we've probably heard this all the time that we need to have a why, you know, Simon Sinek, Simon Sinek, however you say it, um, talks about starting with your why and working with your why and nurturing your why 24 seven. And holy fuck, if I didn't have a why I would be done well and truly. And even though I had such a driving why, um, I still wanted to give up and I still, you know, I still entertained that, that option. Um, and the other nugget of gold here is that leaning into the serve, receive and contribute. Like I just, I just fucking love that. I love it so much because, you know, I'm on this planet to, to live a lifestyle and I was explaining this when I was mentoring some um, some of my ladies in my um, mentoring business yesterday. I was saying how I run a business. Um, I I don't want to hustle 24-7 to then have to work to go on holidays. I think about my life as a business owner as I, I work in a lifestyle business. So what that means is that I want to enjoy my days as a business owner. I want to genuinely have fulfillment and love and enjoyment on a Monday at 10 a.m. and then on a Thursday at 7 p.m. I want to enjoy the weeks that I'm in and of course there's going to be periods of fucking hustle and this has been one of the longer periods of hustle but we don't have to constantly be hustling so that's how I make decisions um, around is this going to continue to serve which will then naturally receive but can I continue to be in this business 
like for another fucking 10 years and the way I'm going yes I can because it's a lifestyle it's not a hustle 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 attitude because if we hustle 24 7 we're gonna burn out um and although yeah I'm really I'm really fucking burned out and I'm exhausted but I can recognize that and it has been a need um it has this pandemic has forced me to have to hustle well it's not forced me actually it's it's given me the opportunity to hustle and I decided to take it up I'm not you know I'm always someone for taking responsibility and no one's forced me to continue to do what I did over this time. Um, it was my option to work as hard as we did and my option to continue to serve. But that hustle has been there and this next period of the next couple of months for me is going to be about healing a bit because it's it's been hard. Um, and I encourage you to, to think about where you're at um, and maybe some of these things will give you something to think about and, and maybe prompt you on what you need on this out of lockdown experience, especially if you're in here in Melbourne. Um, and the last thing I just want to leave is if you're listening from outside of Australia, um, you know, there's uh, in Europe, we're seeing that lockdowns are starting for you guys and fuck, I just, my heart goes out to you guys because if you guys go back into these harsh restrictions and you go back into it after such a period of time of having, freedom to do these different things like it's just that second lockdown really hit us of having that feeling of two weeks of okay we're cool and then it shut down again so even though we're coming out like the world is not coming out and I think we need to recognize that like it's happy it's happiness for here and I'm very relieved and happy that we get to open tomorrow but my heart still hurts for other gym owners um, I've connected with other gym owners over the world um and I'm thinking of you guys and I, you know, I'll be reaching out and just checking in because that's what's kept me sane through this time. So thanks for listening. Um, I hope you got something from that. Um, thank you for getting to the end. And I will speak to you over coming weeks. All right. Bye.